Hello and good morning from a cold, dark and wet Wrexham town where we'll be talking about the fantastic Japanese Grand Prix that we've just seen in front of our very eyes. It's very early here. Well, it's not early anymore. It's now 8 o'clock. So it's about the time I'd get up on a normal day. But this is no normal day. Today is the day of the Japanese Grand Prix, which means I have to get up at half past 5 in the morning. And why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't anyone want to get up at half past five in the morning to watch the fantastic Formula One? You're all watching Stop and Go F1 here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe before we get into the video. But if you have got, if you have already subscribed, we can get into the video. So let's go with the uh, reactions to the Japanese Grand Prix, which start with Logan Sargent, who um, made quite a few pit stops today. We'll get into that as we go on. But even before the start of the race, he has a penalty. Now, of course, we saw him have the crash yesterday in qualifying. Uh, but, yeah, he is starting from the pit lane because he didn't set a time and then they replaced a lot of parts on his car. But they replaced a lot of parts on his car, which also gave him a 10-second penalty before the race had even begun. So, Max Verstappen on pole, Oscar Piastri alongside. In terms of what the tyres were doing, because that was a big part of the story of the entire race for this weekend, where everyone was in tyres, it was Yuki, Alonso, Lawson, Stroll, Hulkenberg, Joe and Bottas all on the softs, everyone else starting on the mediums. And at the start of the race, it's a great start for our top three, which is uh, Verstappen, Piastri and Norris. Uh, uh, Max Verstappen is very feisty against Oscar Piastri, which leaves the door open for Lando Norris. Lando's able to get past his teammate, then alongside uh, Max Verstappen into the turn one, but Max is able to fight him off and keep that lead. So uh, from the start, it was Max followed by Lando, followed by Piastri. Uh, further back, though, there's a fantastic battle between the Alpha Tauris, Yuki Tsunoda and Liam Lawson. Lawson, who's been denied a seat in that team despite his fantastic performances, is showing them why maybe they should have kept him in that team. Really feisty up against Yuki, really good. Liam Lawson comes out on top of that. But further back, it's a big mess, and it brings out the safety car because there's a lot of debris. So there was a slight contact between Hamilton and Perez. There wasn't much to be avoided here, to be honest, because um, Sainz went up the inside of Perez, between Perez and uh, Leclerc. Perez had to move, otherwise they were going to crash there. But uh, Hamilton was on the outside of him. They touched there. Really, this racing incident couldn't be avoided there. Damage for Perez, and I think slight damage for Hamilton as well. Further back, there's a big contact between Albon and Bottas. This gives Bottas a puncture and a broken front wing. The debris of that flies back and hits Joe, which I think damaged his front wing as well. So you have Albon, Bottas, Joe, Perez all in the pits at the start. Logan Sargent also pits to take his 10-second penalty that he had before the race even started. And then, as I said, that had all brought out the safety car. Safety car ends, and... Um, it's a very good start from Max Verstappen, who really bunches up the grid quite a lot into that chicane uh, towards the end of the track. Really bunching them up, then goes for it, gets a good lead. A few laps later, Valtteri Bottas is off. Now, initially, they didn't really show us what happened here. They just showed that he was off. But it turns out this was quite an audacious move from Logan Sargent, which didn't come off, hitting Valtteri and sending him, like, full 360 degrees into the gravel trap before coming on. Further up the grid, this is a fantastic bit of uh, battling here between Russell and Hamilton. Now, this is very interesting. 
because uh, um, you have, I think Russell is still in his head a little bit from Singapore, from when he hit that wall. Um, and a lot of people were saying over the week that Hamilton would have won, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so uh, Russell goes ahead of Hamilton into the chicane, but then Hamilton comes back and gets past him on the straight. Really great racing from the two of them here. This would not be the last time they would be together on track in this race. Then we had first of the proper pit stops of the race with Nico Hülkenberg pitting on lap 9 for the mediums. Logan Sargent does get a 5 second penalty for um, the collision with Bottas and Bottas now retires the car, the first retirement of the day. There was quite a few. Sergio Perez, further back, he gets a 5 second penalty for a safety car infringement. Now, this is quite confusing because the FIA don't necessarily tell us what it's about. Because initially, people thought it was when he came out of the pits, he overtook some people and then let some people through, and it was like, oh, maybe that's what it was. But later on, it was revealed that he overtook going into the pits, which I don't think makes any sense to give a penalty, because he's going to slow down anyway. I don't, I don't know about this one. It wasn't very clear what the specific thing wrong that he did was. If they just said overtaking Alonso or overtaking uh, Albon, that would make it a lot clearer. But I don't know if this is necessarily a slam dunk penalty because if you can't tell from replays what exactly it was, then, you know, it couldn't have been that obvious. Anyway, more pit stops. Yuki Stoda pits on lap 10 for mediums. It was Lawson and Joe pitting on lap 11. Alonso pits lap 12. And then Perez and Magnussen come together on lap 13. Perez obviously very frustrated towards the back of the grid, has to make up a lot of positions, goes for uh, the inside of Magnussen on the hairpin, locks up entirely, and hits him. Uh, so Perez pits again for another front wing. This is his third front wing of the race so far. Piastri pits on lap 14, and the virtual safety car comes out for the debris on the track. Now, Piastri is about halfway down the pit lane when the virtual safety car comes out, so he doesn't get the full benefit of it, but he does get a very good benefit of it, which would eventually bring him out ahead of Norris when Norris pits later on. Virtual safety car ends, and on lap 15, Sergio Perez retires the car on his third front wing. That's the end of Sergio Perez's day. Or is it? Anyway, Hamilton goes off the track under a lot of press pressure from uh, George Russell. And then, um, so he goes off the track on the hairpin, Comes back on, is still ahead of George Russell, but it's very close. Russell comes in with him side by side, and almost that big, long left-hander at the start of uh, Sector 3. Hamilton just fully pushes Russell off the track. They both go off the track, both come back on. Real, real feisty stuff from the Mercedes boys here. I'd love to see it, because I think we I've been waiting for a while for these two to kind of butt heads a little bit, because you knew it was always going to happen. It's taken a lot longer than I thought it would. But yeah, some proper aggression between the Mercedes boys here. It's good to see. Max takes his first pit stop on lap 17 for the mediums, then Hamilton pits for the hards. Norris pits lap 18 for the hards and comes out behind Piastri by quite some margin due to Piastri benefiting from that virtual safety car. Leclerc pits lap 18, Sykes pits lap 19. Uh, George Russell's in the lead at the minute as he has not pitted but Max gets past him on lap 19 there's a fantastic move from Carlos Sainz on Fernando Alonso for P7 on lap 21 and then you have this quite strange thing where for this section of the race Ocon and Alonso are kind of having a little battle here 
but there's lots of people behind them who are quite faster. So Ocar and Alonso are fighting, but every now and again a faster car comes through and just gets them both. So Science gets past Alonso, then gets past Ocon. Then Hamilton comes along, has an incredible move around uh, 130R to get past Alonso for P8, then gets past Ocon. Uh, Stroll retires the car on lap 22. They've had a rear wing issue or something. Stroll actually doing quite well in the race. Uh, avoided a lot of the issues at the start. Made some good overtakes. Was probably one of his better races of the year until he had to retire. Russell pits for hard on lap 25, which I believe was his one and only pit stop of the entire race. Uh, Logan Sargent then retires the car. Logan Sargent made four trips to the pits in this race, which is nearly the most the second most of anyone, and he only completed 31 of the 53 laps. So that shows you how well Logan Sargent's day went. Um, lap, uh, lap 29, I think it was, Lando Norris starts asking for team orders, which I never like to hear, and he did sound a bit whiny whilst doing it as well, which you also don't like to hear. Uh, but yeah, he asked for team orders, and he gets them. So Oscar Piastri lets him pass for P2. Then it's another retirement, this time for Alexander Albon. He retires the car. Uh, Orlando Alonso gets past Yuki Snow for P9. That's on lap 30. Leclerc pits on lap 35, and Hamilton uh, follows him in. Uh, Piastri pits on lap 36. Then Lando pits on lap 37. Verstappen pits on lap 39. Uh, sorry, lap 38. Lots of pit stops in this race, apart from if your name is George Russell. Uh, Lando was able to get past Russell, though, on lap uh, 38 for P3. Maybe Russell should have pitted a bit more. Sainz pits, and then the unbelievable happens, everyone. Sergio Perez unretires the car. He just goes, forget this. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm going down fighting. I'm also going to serve my five-second penalty that I was issued for that safety car infringement because if I don't, I might get a grid penalty in the next race. But I'm going down fighting. No one can stop me. I'm Sergio Perez. I'm unbelievable. Then Sergio Perez retires the car again uh, three laps later. So there's Sergio Perez. Two retirements in one weekend. Fantastic work, driver of the day. Uh, Piastri takes P3 from Russell on lap 42. Piastri are now up into those podium positions. There's a fantastic overtake, though, from Leclerc on Russell around the outside of turn two for P4. Russell just going backwards now. His tyre's completely gone. Uh, I thought that Leclerc went off the track, though, and there was an investigation into if Leclerc went off the track. Apparently, the steward said that it was okay, but I'm pretty sure he went off the track anyway, but it's okay. Don't worry, everyone. It's fine. At this point, Hamilton and Sainz have found the back of Russell now. And um, there's some interesting stuff on the Mercedes radios here. As I said, it's been feisty between Hamilton and Russell already today. And now uh, Russell gets asked, move out the way, Hamilton's going through. At this point, you have Russell in fifth, Hamilton sixth, and then Sainz in seventh. What Russell wants to do is basically what Sainz did to Norris in Singapore where even though he is slower, he will give Hamilton the DRS, so Hamilton can defend from Sainz whilst also protecting Russell. And then on the last lap, he says they'll swap over, so Hamilton, who is the fastest car, can have P5, Russell can secure P6, and keep Sainz in P7. Mercedes aside, they're not going to do that because Hamilton wants to go through. So George lets Hamilton go through and tries to defend from Sainz, but can't. So Mercedes, I think Hamilton thought that he could catch Leclerc, which I don't think was ever going to happen. There wasn't enough uh, laps left and he wasn't fast enough. 
but Mercedes should have had P5, P6. Instead, they would have P5, P7. Uh, so yeah, Sainz gets past uh, Russell for P6 on lap 50, and Russell is not happy. And even on the radio, he makes reference to that incident earlier where Hamilton pushed him off the track, and he's like, well, he did push me off the track. Maybe he should be nicer to me. Uh, but yeah. Not a great result for Russell in the end, but it is a great result for Max Verstappen, who wins the race. The new Max Verstappen streak has begun, everyone. Lando Norris is in P2. Oscar Piastri gets his first ever podium. P3 for Piastri and driver of the day, which I think is very well deserved. Leclerc gets fourth. Hamilton fifth. Sainz sixth. Russell seventh. Alonso eighth. Gasly ninth. Ocon in tenth. Again, the last of the points. Liam Lawson has an incredible P11, beating his teammate Yuki Snowder in 12th. Joe is in 13th, and then it's the Hasses of Hulkenberg and Magnussen, 14th and 15th, the last of the finishers. Albon DNF, Sergeant DNF, Stroll DNF, Perez DNF twice, and Bottas DNF'd. But, of course, the big news is what this means. It means that Red Bull have secured the Constructors' Championship for 2023. So, big congratulations for them. This is their sixth Constructors' Championship, their second in a row. Really great stuff. They, you know, I mean, that conclusion has been done for quite some time. But it's all signed, sealed and delivered now on the Constructors' standings. The Drivers' uh, Championship is still up for grabs. It's anyone's game. But Max Verstappen can win it in the sprint race in Qatar in two weeks' time, uh, which would be pretty incredible if he wins it on a Saturday. Um, also, very interesting from this race uh, was the fancy new trophy, the Kiss Me Trophy. So when Max Verstappen kissed the trophy, it lit up in the Dutch flag, which uh, would look even better at a night race, but it looked pretty cool as it was. Uh, you know, it's nice to see some cool technology there. I just hope that that doesn't become the trophy for every single race, because it's good to see different trophies, but whatever. There you go, that is the Japanese Grand Prix. Wasn't an all-timer, wasn't fantastic, uh, mostly a strategy-based race, but some very good overtaking, some very feisty stuff as well, and, you know, another dominant victory for Max Verstappen. There you go. So we'll be back tomorrow with the driver ratings and of course we're back in two weeks time for the coverage of the Qatar Grand Prix and in the week in between when there is no race there'll be a special video coming out on the channel on Friday which I think you'll really enjoy so subscribe for that one then if there is any news to cover in the next week I'll be here on Saturday morning for a yes F1 weekly news roundup video so all that's to come even when the F1's not on. So make sure you subscribe for all that. Until then, though, have a great week. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.